Mike Catherwood, and of course, Dr. Drew Pinsky here from Loveline, and we got some awesome news. Now you can listen to our Loveline radio show whenever and wherever you want. That's right. Thanks to PodcastOne.com, home of the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. You can get Loveline every night as a free podcast. No more paywall. Just go to PodcastOne.com and click on the Loveline show icon and download. People have been asking about this for years. And now it's here. Loveline, the free podcast, whenever and wherever you want on iTunes and PodcastOne.com. That is PodcastONE.com. Hey everybody, I'm your host, Superfan Giovanni. Welcome to Classic Loveline, episode 109 of the Adam Carolla era. Today's episode comes from February 28th, 1996, a Wednesday night, and filling in for Dr. Drew is Dr. Mark. He actually delivered Drew's triplets and talks about Susan's C-section. This is Dr. Mark's only known appearance in the history of Loveline. Adam has Mark bring in some of the tools of the trade as a gynecologist, and Adam mocks them. We get an interesting Mike Piazza intro, recorded in 1995 with Ricky's name removed. Adam explains uh, the very sad story involving Dr. Mark and an injury. And the guest tonight is Jenna Jameson making her debut visit to Loveline. She will return for episode 978 on June 29th of 1999, and she came back in 2004 as well. Jenna joins them after the first break, and Adam reveals he visited Jenna while she was on set filming uh, a scene. As per usual, the show was recorded in 1996. Some of the medical advice is going to be out of date. Please consult your own physician, or just contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Modern Day Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. It's also now a free podcast available through Podcast One. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo. Get it on. Call him a liar, but the man was lying. We have Dr. Mark in here this evening, sitting in for Dr. Drew. Dr. Mark, the gynecologist that delivered the triplets, Dr. Drew's triplets. That's right, I did. I delivered all three of them. They are healthy as hell, a little too healthy. I saw them the other night. We talked about this. I went over there for dinner. The kids were bare-ass naked and bouncing off the walls the entire evening. Yeah, I was listening to the show when, uh, when he was talking about that. I think that's great. That's very Swedish of him, even if he's not Swedish. <laughs> now, did she have a C-section, Oh, Susan? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have, yeah. Do you oh. have to when you have triplets? Well, I, I think that you, you might, some, in some countries and in some places, uh, vaginal deliveries might be tried, more likely for twins. For triplets, really, it's an abdominal delivery. Uh, it's much safer, and it's much less trauma to the, to the children. I think that was a zipper. It could have been Velcro. All right, let me, <laughs> let me give the numbers out, and then we're going to get right back to the crotch, okay? Because that's why you're here, Dr. Mark. 1-800-LOVE-191. That number translated, 1-800-568-3191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Also tonight, as if uh, having a gynecologist wasn't enough, we have Jenna Jameson. Now, if you don't know that name, she is, uh, I won't say porn movie, although I just did. She is an adult movie star. She won Best New Starlet, Best Actress, Best Sex Scene. That's what you call the porn hat trick. Okay. You are a hockey fan, are you not, Dr. Well, Mark? I, I am. I, that's why I was, I, actually, I knew she was going to be here. That's why I wore my, my baseball hat with the words misconduct on it. 
because you may have your license stripped before the evening is over. Uh, that's uh, an interesting pun, yeah. <laughs> now, I, I asked Dr. Mark, uh, actually I asked producer Ann to tell Dr. Mark to bring in some goodies, some tools. Or toys. <clears throat> or toys of his trade, because... As a guy, I've never been to a gynecologist, and I don't know what kind of stuff they use. I figured it was just gloves and, and a lot of sleight of hand, but apparently they're tools well, that are used. Yeah, there, there are some, and, and I actually brought a few that, that you can use for yourself. On myself? Absolutely. You, you brought the cheek spreader? I got it. I got it. <laughs> actually, uh, yeah, we have a few things here. All right, right? well, go yeah. down. I'll, oh, okay. I'll kill time. Okay. All right, all right. I'll kill time fantasizing about Jenna. Okay. All right, okay. you got it up there? All right, what well, do you here, got? Here, this, this, this is actually, this is really, really important and a serious one. This is a chlamydia culture. Mm -hmm. And remember, uh, Drew talked uh, last night or a few nights ago about chlamydia being uh, the highest cause of infertility in the country now. Actually, the highest cause of infertility is male infertility, but in female infertility, he's correct. Uh, and this uh, little apparatus is what we use to help the culture people. Mm -hmm. And those those ladies who are having uh, intercourse, and especially with, with, with multiple partners, uh, really should go to a gynecologist, get a pap smear, and also get a chlamydia test. It's both safe for themselves and smart for the people that they care about. Uh -huh. Can I keep that? Well, you actually can, because I actually brought one here, and if you'd like me to do this for you, this is a urethral culture. Oh, thank I, goodness. Yeah, yeah, I thought you might enjoy that. <laughs> but, you know, I'll let you take it home, and you can do that at home. In your well, own why is that so big, Doc? Yeah, well, because <laughs> oh, you're a big man. All right, yeah. Believe me, you don't know the half of it. You, you put this, this suave up the urethra, you scrape out a little something, and then you smear it into this little... This is basically a little kit. There's two cotton swabs and a sort of a test beaker container in the right, middle. Right, right. The larger swab is for the for for women for the vagina. The smaller metal one with the metal thing is the shaft, and that is for the men. And the third step is to peel the man off the ceiling. <laughs> that's what the salad yeah, tongs that's, that's, are for. The, well, yeah. As a matter of fact, you bring that up. Oh no. Oh, did and you did. hear that? Uh, sabers are rattling. Oh my God! No. This no, may this no. may be how you were born. No. Which is why you're in radio. No, the stork yeah. dropped me off. My yeah. mom told yeah. me. Yeah. These these I actually was... are obstetrical forceps, and they're really quite safe. They also make excellent excellent uh, apparatus to reach things in hard to find places. Uh, really, it's a, it's a real good Christmas gift. Let, yeah. let me see this now. I, my mom says I was squeezed out of a bar rag. Is that possible? That might do it. <laughs> that could do it. Now, what, what, you, what you have here essentially is a pair of what look like barbecue-type tongs. Salad you know, the tongs. Ones, salad tongs. Well, large stainless steel, but, you know, about five pounds worth, and they're, they're bigger. And you... You don't get this up into somebody. Oh, sure you do. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you watch this, if you, when people are concerned about delivering babies with forceps, and, and expectant mothers are terrified of it. And, right. and understandably so. You can see how, how, how awful these look in their appearance. But they're designed so wonderfully that if, in fact, you would by accident, which would rarely happen, pull too hard, it just slips off. Yeah. And, and that's the way they're made. And it's really <laughs> okay. quite safe. All right. Um, not not obviously what you would do if you you, you didn't have to, but uh, uh, those of us like myself who who became obstetricians and neurosurgeons were probably delivered by these. All right, people. I'm getting yeah. a vasectomy immediately after the show, Doctor Mark. All right, one more. Okay, and one then more. we'll go to we'll go to the calls. And let me just ask you on a more personal level: being a gynecologist, basically staring at women's parts all day long. Now you're married, right? That's correct. Now, now I know. A guy would have a problem. I know if a, if, a, if a guy's wife went into work and just 
fondled guys junk the entire day. Maybe took like 15 minutes at noon for a cup of coffee and then right back to handling a guy's penis. That would be difficult for most guys to understand. Is your wife okay with this stuff? Yeah, actually, my wife's a pediatrician. Uh, and uh, and uh, her philosophy bases itself on two things. Number one is is that she's very confident there's nobody better than she is. Mm-hmm. Number two is is that she feels that she just has to work a bit harder at times just to make sure that it's worthwhile to come home. Uh, I'm in a win-win situation. Yeah, but you don't get burnt out. You don't get tired. It's not like like if I worked at a at the, like the Budweiser plant. When I got home, the last thing I'd want to do is crack a beer. Mm. Do, you, do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, does that happen? Uh, no, I'll crack a beer occasionally. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it, it doesn't. You don't. You don't get burned out. All right, give us one more. Then All we're right, going here. To the phone. This is your present. Oh, really? This is your present, especially for tonight. This is a bottle of Astroglide. Oh, really? Yes. All right. We use it for examinations, but it's also a personal lubricant. Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of like a, a party gift for you. Yeah. Personal lubricant basically means yeah. you're about to be violated. You got it. Okay. Okay. Very good. We're going to the phones now. Gary? Yeah. You're on Loveline. Hi. I have a question for Dr. Mark. I'm He's here. Right here. I'm just putting my, my toys away. <laughs> yeah, go okay. ahead. I have a condition called hypospadias. Yes. You know, Are you familiar with that? Uh, very much so. Okay, um, well, I went to a doctor, and he told me that the surgeons that did the operation did a nice job, according to that doctor. Okay. But I'm still, I still feel like he didn't, the doctor didn't do a good job of the repair, and, I mean... Okay. What is his condition, Dr. Mark? A hypospadias is when the urethra uh, does not come all the way to the end of the penis and opens inferiorly or on the bottom side. And there's different degrees of it, and uh, they are repairable and usually done at birth. Uh, uh, was there a reason that this wasn't done at, at birth? Was it not that bad, or well, has it gotten worse? Well, it, was, it, was, it wasn't done at birth, but it was done when I was like two or three years old. I see. Okay. And it, it, that was the time the surgery was done. There's no further surgery from that time. Um, not that I know, not that I recall or know of or okay. heard of. Or what problems are you having now that, that, that bother you? Well, it's... My urethra is kind of lopsided off to one side a little bit, and it's opened a lot more. And when I ejaculate, mm -hmm. it more more or less rolls out than jumps out or whatever. Okay. Okay. Well, and, you know. I, mean, I know this because, as Adam says, I have a squeegee in my tub. Oh, oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, so you're homosexual? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And you're looking for the money shot. Excuse me? <laughs> it's a little porn lingo we're throwing around the room here because of Janet Jameson's uh, arrival tonight. You're, you're saying, essentially, let me, let, me just, let me just try to work this here. The, the male urethra has got a little pressure. I mean, it's kind of like when you put your finger over the hose and the, and the stuff squirts out. I mean, right. is your opening too big so it just kind of rolls out of there? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm well, is it, too, is, it, is it just that you think it's large or is it open to the underside of the penis? Well, it's 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 open to the underside also, right? And well, it's, it's large. It's I mean it's okay. And that, that would be kind of like if you take a hose, you know, and then you and, and and you put water pressure through it, and then you slit the bottom of it, and some of it's going to come out the bottom. It reduces the pressure. Uh huh. It also makes. Well, where does it go? Where's the water go? 
Where's I mean, it doesn't go down the driveway and into, into the storm drain. I mean, does it go into your penis? Oh, no, no, this is an opening. Instead of just coming out straight, it'll come and kind of dribble down. Yeah, similar to that. But yeah. when you're urinating, are you peeing all over the magazine rack and the potpourri it dish and it, stuff? It, it depends on, on the hypospadias. If it's bad enough, you, you, you will splatter as you urinate. And does that happen to you? Is well, it that bad? I've... I've, I've had instances where I've wet my shoes, yeah. Okay, if that's the case and it's becoming somewhat, or it makes you feel dysfunctional, uh, I would definitely go ahead and make an appointment and see a urologist, okay? And they can fix it, and it's not a very long or serious operation, but it certainly would make you feel better about yourself. It's probably painful, I'm, I'm imagining. Uh, actually, not too bad. Local anesthetic, or they put you under? It might hurt him. It won't hurt me. <laughs> they give you oh, a general? Oh. Um, yeah, oh, yes. Not not just a local. No, not a local. Uh, unless it's a very small repair, then they might do local, may do an epidural. But, but, but is the reason they give you a general because a guy would go nuts if he saw someone cutting into his penis? No, because it would hurt. Oh, okay. And locals are usually some, are sometimes spotty for for surgery, so right. it, it would depend. I went to general. Maya. <laughs> yeah, Maya actually. Maya, you're on Loveline. Okay, um, I have a question about something I read in Jay Wiseman's book of sexual tricks. It's called the scrotum stretch. Mm, oh yeah, uh, there's. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a porn movie called uh, Rex Kobo's Super Elastic Scrotum or something like that. I, so, I suppose it's used in that. Is this a safe thing to do? The, the scrotum stretch? Yeah. I mean, do, do you know what it is? Should I descri- I mean, yeah, describe it. Okay. Apparently, here's what you do. You put your thumb and forefinger around the scrotum over the testicles, uh-huh. and then you pull down yeah. until the testicles are, like, trapped in a tight sheath of skin. Oh, yeah. And then apparently it's supposed to feel fantastic and you, like, play with it. No. No, I don't. No. Yeah. Having, mm-hmm. a, in, you know, I don't have to be a doctor to answer this one. Oh, what, the, the scrotum's a very sensitive area, I right, have my leg, I have my legs crossed now. <laughs> it's it's it, Man does not want his scrotum messed with. Maybe toyed with, maybe, uh, you know, sort of jumbled with a little bit, but you but, don't want it smacked around like a like a speed bag. Do you use a tennis racket with this? <laughs> Maya, forget this. No guy's going to like this. And you if he does, you don't want this guy. Jay Wiseman thought that it felt fantastic. Yeah, he's sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll be pleased to hear that. Um, so you don't think it's a good idea? Well... Do you have a guy once? If you have a guy who thinks it's a good idea, it's a good idea. I mean, this is the rule of thumb sexually. Whatever floats your boat is a good idea. I wouldn't just spring it on a guy in the first date in the restaurant or anything. It's going to uh, smack you with a breadstick. Mm. But you may want to try it on your boyfriend. Oh. You okay. got a guy to try it on? Well, I could probably find one. Oh, that's the beauty of being a woman, by the way. It's easier to do, you think? Certainly, you could go out. You can go out this evening. Go to any bar in your neighborhood and find a guy who lets you experiment with a scrotum. Well, yeah. You have any other questions? Yeah, I actually had, do have another question. All right. Um, it's about blowing air into the vagina. Very dangerous. Mm-hmm. It is very dangerous. Oh yes. Okay, that's what I thought. You get a bubble in your heart. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, especially if you are menstruating or if you have any uh, any vascular abnormalities. No, that's that's not a good idea. Why? Because it because of air and bliss. And, yeah, and air and bliss, and also because of infection. Because you're putting pressure in against the cervix, and the cervix is, if it is at all open, then you can increase the chances of getting 
um, materials that don't belong in there up and then cause a uterine infection. But again, air embolus is, is something that can happen. And is that the same sort of thing that happens when you have a syringe and there's air into it and you inject it in someone's bloodstream? Well, or? if you take a little bit of air and, and inject it into a vein, it really is harmless. But if you inject it into the artery, on the other hand, it, yes, that's very, it's, it's very severe. All right, let's talk a little about the profession for just one moment here because I myself am curious a lot of listeners are. Do you, are there gynecologists, like, I was thinking of being, like, gynecologists to the stars. You know what I mean? Are there, are there gynecologists that just specialize in certain groups? Well, depending on your geographic location and the, and the, and the type of patients who you get by referrals, you can develop a very special clientele. You ever looked up any celebrities? Uh Yes. You don't want to mention their well, name. Oh no, I no, I don't think that I would want to do that. No, no, no. But but yeah, and but you uh, have. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and actually, any uh, any any ones that are you know, I mean. Yeah. 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 yeah but I, I you know and and but they're just you know they're just as nice as anybody else. They're there because they're either scared, concerned, or have needs. Any of the and golden, after that, it's not important. Any of the golden girls. Uh, no. No? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> but if you came in one day and you saw him like on your roster, would yeah, you would yeah. you sneak out the back door? I, I, I might take a day off that day. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a possibility. Any any of the girls from Friends? Uh, no, no. 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 Okay. No. Am I going a bad direction here? Well, it doesn't matter because I'd say no anyway. Any of the angels? Uh, no. 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 But but no. I, I it wouldn't matter. I wouldn't say. Either one of the guys from Starsky and Hutch? <laughs> well, I Starsky. I, no. no. <laughs> All right, well, then it's back to the phones. Bethany. Hi, Adam. Hi. Hi, Dr. Mark. Hi. Um, I have a problem. My boyfriend and I, every time, like the two times that we've tried to have sex, he goes limp. And he says that he jerks off a lot. So is that, like, the problem? All right, he he goes limp the two times he tried to have So you, you've never had sex with him? Uh-uh. And it, it's it's nerves kicking in. Yeah. I, th I think so. I think he's very anxious. I mean, is this something that you do? You, do you have any sensuous foreplay beforehand? I mean, or are you, know, are, are you know, is he anxious about this? I guess. Right. Does he express that to you? No, he doesn't really express anything. Well, you know, uh -huh. one of the you might want to talk to him about it because I think maybe he's just so anxious, and then he's going to get frustrated, and then that might actually ruin a, a relationship that might have been a good one. Well, we've been going out for like five months, mm -hmm. and like. Like, the two times that we've tried to do it, he went limp, but he, like, is it, like, because he jerks off so much that he can't... How much is so much? I don't know. He said probably, like, about ten times a day. Ten times a day? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he should get some sort of, uh, you know, strong golden testicle medallion or something for that. Strong wrists. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, probably not. I mean, you know, it's it's not, it, masturbation is not based on, on, on the frequency for that. I mean, you know, I, that's not likely the problem. It might be that he just feels more comfortable satisfying himself than he does with the anxiety of being with you. Maybe he's concerned he can't satisfy you. Maybe he's anxious about the situation. I think you ought to sit down and talk to him about it. Well, should I break up with him? No, 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 no. And well, it's thought part of it. But all right, let me just say this, Bethany. Him thinking you're going to break up with him over this is what's causing a lot of the anxiety, which is causing his erectile dysfunction. Well, we're right there every single time, getting ready to do that, you know. And like he goes limp. You know how like. Yeah, but here's what you have to do. Here's what you have to do. You have to make it okay. You know what I mean? 
Well, he doesn't make it seem okay. He makes it seem like the biggest thing in the world, you know. Like, slap me, slap me, just slap me, you know. I mean, he, he wants to be flogged. He <laughs> yeah. should really, his penis is the one that should be should be beaten and, and verbally chastised. It's really the penis's fault, isn't it, Doctor? Well, it is. As you said before, it's the root of the devil. Is that what you said? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. The devil's root. The devil's root, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bethany. Mm-hmm. I, there's no real quick fix to this one. No, but but you need to talk to him, and 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 you need to let him know that you're, you're you support him. I mean, certainly you don't want to break up with him before that, because this is something that in a relationship, it, you know, you're, it, it's a matter of working these things out. And I I see no reason why you shouldn't at least try to talk to him about it. <sighs> Paul. Paul. Yeah. You're on Loveline. How's it going, guys? We got Dr. Mark here sitting in for Dr. Drew and doing a fine job. I'm. I might add. Oh, yeah, it sounds you. like it. Uh, Dr. Mark, I got a question for you. Okay. Uh, well, me and my girlfriend, we have sex. Uh-huh. Um, she says that it hurts her inside, like I'm hitting her vaginal wall or something, and she, like, starts to cry at the eyes sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, most people do cry at the eyes. <laughs> it's one of those She's not, cr- not crying out her things. ass, yeah. Uh, yeah, Paul? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, um, sometimes... Uh, Women's the woman's cervix is placed in a position where certain sexual positions are uncomfortable, oh, right. and I think that uh, the first thing to do is to try different positions to see whether that makes. Yeah, a we have. Okay, is, are there any that do not make her hurt? Uh, not really. Wait, let me ask the doc a quick question since we're on positions here. What is, and I know it varies from woman to woman, in in from cervix to cervix and placement to placement. What what would be the most benign position in terms of uh, hurting a woman? You know what I mean? What would be the safest position, just generally? Keeping your pants on. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, I, there is none because it's all, it's all dependent on, on the anatomy. Um, everybody's anatomy is different. Yours is and, 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 and other men, and, and so are women. Uh, and uh, depending on how they're built, vaginally with the cervix presentation, cervical presentation, it makes a big difference as to, as to how comfortable they are in any particular So position. you just have to experiment you and find experiment. the one that's most comfortable. There's no such thing as the wrong one, and it's the only except if it hurts. And if it hurts, then you need to then work on not uh, not that not using that position. The other thing you might want to try, Paul, is, is, is try to, 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 to limit your penetration. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, if you do that, then that would help an awful lot. Uh, that, I'm no doctor. But I did come up with an invention. Well, either am I. Is that why I'm here? The, yes, you are. You're not. I, I got we should ask the see credentials. The love grommet. Now, what this is, is it's basically, uh, if you play baseball, you know what a batting donut is. It's yeah, that iron right. thing they put on the bat, adds weight. To, it's basically that shape. It's a donut shape. You put it over the penis. It's made out of uh, foam rubber. And it basically acts as, not only does it does it limit penetration, but adds a little kickback effect. Right, you know what I'm saying? Stimulates the clitoris, yeah. It mm-hmm. stimulates it. Oh, mm-hmm. we could put a little knob on the end yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah we'll, put, yeah. we'll call it the this, love knob. This will do it. Batting, all right. Uh, love donut with, uh, with like, love jimmies. Optional, well, optional, uh, optional attachments. Optional attachment. Yeah, that's right. I and, think that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the optional pink uh, Corvette it, it comes in. That's great. And... It not only does it limit the, the the depth, but it also springs and kicks out. Is this a good idea? I think so. Then you can have intercourse while he's uh, sleeping. Yeah. I have one more question for you guys. <laughs> yeah. No. In all seriousness, though, back back to you, Paul. Um, really, m- multiple different positions, partial penetration, and also use a lubricant. Okay. Oh, really? Real important. She, she does get. Um, she said that she does get like a burning sensation. Right. Right. Very important to use a lubricant. Paul. Okay? 
So Real fast. We got about 20 seconds. Does that mean she's not getting wet or what? It might be, but give those things a try one by one, and then you'll get down to what the, the, the root of the problem is. And when we come back, we are going to have Dr. Mark, the gynecologist, square up with Jenna Jameson, <laughs> the adult film star. Call Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. The phone call is free. The advice is free. Then it's up to you. Loveline, we'll be right back. I will shame you if you don't go to Blinds Galore, baby. BlindsGalore.com, amazing customer service. They design, they help you, uh, they give you advice, professional staff. They're window experts. I'm a satisfied customer. Oh, me too. I used, they're great years ago, not before this, but now I'll do it again. Completely free. And my God, can you save when it's hot like it's been out here? You go into a room, you got the blinds down, it is 20 degrees cooler in that room. Let's not waste your time going to those big box stores, waiting in line, having the guy at the GED try to help you out. Blindsgalore.com. It's easy, it's fast, it saves you money, baby. It saves you a ton of money, and you get it done right. They've been selling blinds online for 15 years. Free samples, free shipping, free window expertise, and truly amazing prices from experts. Blinds Galore really does have blinds galore. Go to blindsgalore.com. That's blindsgalore.com. Remember, let them know I sent you. Blindsgalore.com. Hey, this is Mike Piazza of the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you're listening to Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All righty then. This is Loveline. Uh, sitting in for Dr. Drew and doing a fine job is Dr. Mark. Also in studio tonight is the lovely Jenna Jameson. Say hi to everyone, Jenna. Hey there. Let me get the phone number out, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191, 1-800-568-3191, the fax number, 310 854 55, and I don't know, uh, Dr. Mark, if you ever met Jenna, maybe you could take your pants off Jenna and see if he recognizes you. I need a good gynecologist. <laughs> Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, Dr. Doctor Mark has a very sad yet interesting story, which is he was injured playing the manly sport of hockey how long ago? Uh, in September. Some big drunken maniac checked him up against the boards, <laughs> and he was... What partially paralyzed? Well, I, I, yeah, I was, I was, I was uh, for for a little bit, and then uh, I I ended up with what's called uh, central spinal trauma. So I, unfortunately, uh, will not be able to practice uh, uh, obstetrics gynecology again. Because you don't have um, sufficient use of your hands. Uh, yeah, they tremor, but I have what's called hypersensitivity, which means that I can't lightly touch the insides of my hands. So it makes it impossible for me to scrub and do surgery or do examinations. You mean you don't have the feeling when I you do that? I have too much feeling. Oh, too much. So, it, so it's like the roof of your mouth or something. It's kind of like if your feet fall asleep and then you try and walk and get the pins and needles. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. it sucks, yeah. Uh, That's bad. Uh, yeah, but yeah. perhaps we could go in together because yeah. I got hands <laughs> like a rock. I mean, look at that. But can you move your thumb like this? Uh, I could learn. Okay. Under, then, uh, with, then you're okay. With your tutelage, yeah, I, I could learn. I can, I'm just saying, you. Yeah. you could talk me through it. Yeah. You know how, like, when a guy lands an airplane and they talk him down from the tower? Yeah, been there, yeah. I could be 
the guy actually doing the hands-on work, and you could just be sort of over my shoulder going, uh, Is this before or after the sheriffs come? <laughs> I, I just wanted to know. We're going to bolt yeah. the doors. Yeah. Jenna Jameson, let's talk to you for just a minute. Not that uh, Dr. Mark isn't a, f- a fascinating guy, but he's nowhere near as attractive as you, even without the beard, I'm oh, sure. Thank you. Jenna, as I uh, stated earlier, you just won uh, Best New Starlet, Best Actress, Best Sex Scene. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're on a roll. Yeah, you could say that. And I saw you making a porn movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I feel like I should expose myself for you just to kind of even the playing field a little. I feel like little. I should. What, are you kidding me? Oh, really? <laughs> we, uh, um, I mean, you know, don't feel inhibited. It's a late night show. Oh. Have you ever, you know, you want to shoot a quick winger over here? He doesn't have much use of his hands anymore, so, <laughs> you know, give thing. the guy a break. <laughs> Come on, a little little something for the doc? I won't look. Okay, just turn uh, Yeah, okay. This is for you, doc. Okay, well, there you go. You missed it, yeah? Oh, Did no, I miss it? No, I think was there, so. That's was a, there, he, what? That was the quickest turnaround I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but I missed it. No. And here's the beauty. Drew sits here every night for 14 years, doesn't see, doesn't see squat. You come in here for 10 minutes, boom, there's boobs in your face. It's, it's the way of life for me. <laughs> you got the luck of the Irish. Uh, so, Jenna, mm-hmm. now you're new to the industry, basically. Kind of, yeah. What? I've been in it about a year. About a year. Mm-hmm. And I saw you do the Wicked one. Yes, you did. I was on the set. It was in uh, North Hollywood. I was on the set for about 15 hours. I I hated to have to cut it short, but I had to go home and and get my medication. And it was like 130 degrees in the place. Yes. And basically it was done like any movie would be done, except for people were walking around naked naked half the time. Right. Now, we have a little clip from not the wicked one. But uh, but another fine feature you were in, uh-huh. and uh, I brought it in because you've loaded me up with pornography, and God bless That's you right. for that and wicked pictures. <laughs> and uh, engineer Mike has had a fun time putting it on a cart. So uh, Mike, can we hear a little of that? Oh, Is that Paul's girlfriend? <laughs> <clears throat> the guy in the background is me, uh, not grunting, but I'm on the Casio. <laughs> oh, Do we embarrass you? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> That's why I brought it in. But look at you. You do adult movies. How embarrassed can you be? I, I mean, just you... wasn't expecting it. All right, we caught you off guard. Yeah. All right, yeah. now how many movies have you, have you made that one year span? <sighs> Let's see. Probably about nine. Oh, nine. Yeah, I don't work that often. So you're not on a on a tear. Mm-mm. Uh, because many 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 porn stars or adult movie stars in in a year could could do hundreds. Well, yeah, some people do two hundred in a year. They're working like three days a week, and uh, they're sore. Now, you know? now, yes, that's why we have that's why we have the doctor. Now, now, speaking of the doctor, <laughs> he's just held up the astroglide. Uh, you guys get checked out, right? I mean, the industry is, is getting pretty strict with uh, AIDS and all the other STDs. Absolutely. Which are now called, I hear, STIs, uh, um, in for I being for infection instead of uh, yeah. disease. Yeah. So it's I'm, really not a disease. Yeah. yeah, I'm on top of things. But you guys get checked out every how often? Month. Uh-huh. You do? Mm-hmm. You do? Have to. Are you due now, though? Am I due? Yes. No, I, just got one a week ago. Oh, all right. I was, I was going to say the doc's got a whole bag of tools. Oh, I got geez. the steady hands. He's got the he's got the degree. <laughs> <laughs> you got the roller skate. I got the key. I was just saying between the three of us. Well, maybe later in the show. Well, 
Well, yeah, maybe. I'd all be right. up for it. All right. All right. All, right. all right. all right. We're going to the phones. You're going to help us out. All right. Joe. Yeah. You're on Loveline. Thanks. Um, what's going on, guys? We're doing well. Right. Having fun. Good. I missed the boobs, but I'll get it back. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could have seen them, too. Um, well, I have two questions. Um, first of all, um, my first cousin and I, are, well, we like each other. We like each other a lot. And uh, my first question is, if we were ever to get really serious and have a child, what what is the possibilities of something like the child turning out abnormal? What, what part of Kentucky are you from, Joe? <laughs> ew, ew, ew. <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe. It, it's, it's not like she's the last woman on earth, is it? Uh, no, but you should see her. <laughs> my mom ain't bad. That doesn't mean I'm I'm going through the hamper and fishing out her panties. Oh, my mom. This is your cousin. This is your first That's cousin. Blood. That's blood. That's blood. Yeah. Jenna, you wouldn't do that, would you? No. Okay, I just had to check. Of well, course you know, not. A- a- actually, the, the risks are, are, are not that great for a first cousin. They're, they're really not. I mean, they are. For some inheritable disorders, if the family carries it, it's going to be greater, and you need to be evaluated and counseled if that were to happen by a good genetic counselor. Uh, but, uh, you, know, um, uh, you know, otherwise, um, you know, it, it, it's legal. It's legal to marry your cousin. It is? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, they, yeah. Have, they have, didn't Jerry Lee Lewis marry his cousin, or mm-hmm. was that like uh, just some other 12-year-old? Yeah. yeah. Now, they have genetic counselors? Oh, yeah. Oh, but not for people who want to marry, intermarry. I mean, there's genetic counseling for anyone who wants to get counseled for the possibility of abnormal disease, inheritable diseases. Right, wondering whether you should have kids or not. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, and, uh, and, and this would be a perfect op- – this is a perfect example of where they would be beneficial. And they're all over the state, and the state – actually, they're state-supported. Mark, are you blessing this relationship? Well, no. I, I think that, as you said, there, there are other women in the world, and I think there's complications involved. This not just from the point of childbirth, but just from family interrelations. But, you know, it, it – it's good around Christmas and the holidays because there's none of that. As you know, you get married and you go, where are we going this year? We're going right, to your folks in Chicago. Yeah. We're going to my place and yeah. my folks in Miami. No, yeah. we're yeah. going here. Yeah, you can stay local with this. This is good. <laughs> oh, yeah. just move on. Joe, mm. move on. I don't know. Move on. Move on, Joe. I, I, I don't know if Joe wants to wants to pass on those genes, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> he didn't sound like he came from prime breeding stock. Summer. Hello. Hey, you're on Loveline. Hi. Um, hello, everybody. Hi I there. I have two questions that are really quick. Well, the first one is, um, it's been, uh, I've had a few partners, and um, for some reason I haven't been able to have an orgasm with none of them. The only time I ever did was one time when I masturbated on my own. And I feel pretty bad because one of my boyfriends actually left me because of that. I mean, because he lasted about two, three hours every time we had sex. And I could not have an orgasm, and I don't know what I could do or what would be possible. All right, Jenna's gonna gonna settle this. Jenna, well, what do you think? First of all, if he left you because of that, he's not worth it. I'm in. Uh, and it doesn't matter how long he does it; it's how he does it. So, I just think that you just need to find a man that you can relax with, because that's the key: relaxing. So it's more it's more technique. Yeah, and you have to be very comfortable with the person. Right. I could give you the best 30 seconds of your life, you know that, <laughs> Jenna? 
<laughs> Possibly 45 I depends on the distraction level. <laughs> is, is that with or without the testicular stretch? <laughs> oh, the warm-up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm factoring that in. That's 25 <laughs> seconds. So, yeah. All right, go ahead. And my second question is, um, I'm, um, every time, I mean, even if I see a cute guy, I get really, really wet. And for some reason, it makes it uncomfortable because after a while, it's just, I get so wet, I get dry after a while. And I mean, I just... It's it's strange. For about five ten minutes, I'll be really wet, like if I'm having sex, and then I get really dry, and I just get really sore after a while. So this is interesting. She gets really excited, but she can't have or doesn't have an orgasm. She right. needs a good man. Yeah, I, I think I think Jen's right. I think she needs she needs a, a a good man, and she needs somebody to be understanding, and she needs and she may even need to self satisfy herself until in with the man present or have him help her until she feels comfortable enough. Absolutely. And anyone who has intercourse for a long period of time is going to get sore, and you're going and you're not going to be lubricated, and and maybe you're trying too hard. Right. Jenna. Mm-hmm. Your queen. Mm-hmm. Love line. We'll be right back. When we're damn good and ready. And just a reminder before we get to Emily, our friends at Lumosity, Lumosity.com. We all have trainers for our bodies, but what about a trainer for our brain? That's why I like Lumosity.com. They have games designed to work your brain out, improve your focus, attention, memory. And they're designed to keep us sharp and focused. And with Lumosity.com, you get to actually specify exactly the areas that you want to work. And they dial in the games and programs that would be most likely to help you achieve your goals. And then they give you feedback, graphs, and and sort of uh, ongoing uh, a record of how you're doing relative to where you've been. Again, it's like a personal trainer for your brain. It's playing online at home from an iPhone, iPad. And, of course, on your iPhone, like me, you put the Lumosity app. I like the uh, – there's a matrix memory game, matrix shape game that helps me kind of focus. Sometimes I'll use here and there, but even before I go on the radio or do a podcast, you can pr- track your progress, as I said, and see the actual improvements in every day. Here's what you need to do. You need to go to Lumosity.com today. Click the Start Training button to create your own program. Then start playing your first game. That's Lumosity.com. And tell them you heard it from me, Dr. Drew. The name of the show is Loveline. The phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191. The fax number, 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. Sitting in for Dr. Drew is Dr. Mark. And sitting in where the guest would be is the lovely Jenna Jameson. She is the reigning queen or the new starlet, I guess, on the uh, adult movie scene. And uh, a physical description of Jenna, because I know this is a radio show, mm-hmm. and not everybody has a collection of her movies. I actually they have... Should. You've made nine movies. I think I have ten of yours somehow. <laughs> I have like some kind of best-of compilation thing, too. <laughs> Jenna is sort of a, a little bit of a mixture between Pamela Anderson and Marilyn Monroe. Love I you. I would say. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it, baby. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a pretty fair assessment, wouldn't you say, Dr. Uh, I, Mark? I, I agree, absolutely. Yeah. Points for you guys. All right, and maybe something else. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Mark has brought in the, well, let me just give you a little. Now, this is what? 
Dr. This is, Mark. This is called a speculum. This, mm. is, this is what 90% of the anxiety women have coming to the gynecologist's office is caused by. It's a metal device that's used in the vagina. <laughs> yeah, that's the larger one. Uh, to, uh, to, uh, to get exposure to do pap smears and to look at the cervix. And uh, uh, that's, that one happens that for the patients you don't like. This is the bigger yeah, one, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This this could hurt yeah. livestock. This is I think. this this, is a, this could be veterinary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, it's funny because it kind of looks like a duck. Yeah. Now, is do it... you ever break the tension by going like, "Hi, <laughs> I'm Mr. <laughs> I'm Mr. Uh, crotch Spreader. <laughs> I'm your friend. I'm McGruff, the cro- the crotch spreader." Uh, you put this in, you spread things, and then you hold it spread open well, no, like that? actually, you see this? It's got a thumb screw. Oh. It holds it open. It, yeah, it really looks like the bill of a, of a duck. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. it's it's like taking two shoehorns and, and opposing them and then sort of hinging them. Yeah. If yeah. that makes any sense yeah. at all. And they do make good shoehorns, by the way. Oh, but you got to wash them, well, right? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, Dr. Mark was saying that he keeps his in a heated drawer. That's right. That's right. Heated and lubricated. And you always make sure that you have eye contact with your patient because you have to understand how humiliating it is, and you want them to know you're looking and concerned about them. You are. I mean, this, 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 is an, this is an instrument which is quite humiliating and, and a bit uncomfortable, and it's a, necess- a necessity to do a pap smear, which is quite important for their safety, but you don't want to add to the humiliation by burying your head in a position where they don't get <laughs> eye contact. So you're, you're saying it would be bad etiquette to look up at them and then look down and go, oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, it, it probably wouldn't go over big. I don't think a lot of return business would come from that, no. And <laughs> you don't ever go, oh, jeez, what'd you eat? Uh, no, actually, though, I did have one lady when I was in residency who ran out of contraceptive gel in her diaphragm and used Welch's jelly. Are, you can't oh, be serious. You cannot. You are uh, a liar. I swear I'm you. calling I you a liar. You. I reject no, that. No, no, no. Actually, you can even call my brother who was a resident with me. And they called me in, and they said, this is awful, and it was just the most disgusting smell. I said, what did you? Yeah, just like that. I said, what oh. did you do? And she told me. So you're like, nurse, forceps, toast. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but that's that's the truth. That is the truth. Oh, for for oh, I just can't now. But let me say, you, you you're trying to keep eye contact. Yeah. The sheet is spread spread out there, right. Right. and you you keep your your sort of you poke your nose up over the yeah. sheet there, and you keep yeah. the eye contact. But shouldn't you be concentrating on what you're doing? Well, yeah. I mean, you you, you know you you, you want to go, you want to look at what you're doing, but you want to keep your your eyes above your your eye level above, so that they're talking to a human being. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want it to be. It's clinical, right? Uh, but you don't want it to be humiliating and degradating. Now, you ever you ever have fun by popping down below the sheet and then popping up like a Richard Nixon mask or something, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the Hey Vern guy, the Ernest guy, or something? I, 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 haven't, I haven't tried that one yet. No, yeah, that yeah. would be a good time. Yeah, I might that might do it for me. <laughs> There's a pocket fisherman that's in the studio. I would love you just to, just to put that out on the tray uh, of, of instruments. Have, have that ready? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I might try that. Oh, if we could just mix some more comedy into gynecology, we would all have a better life. Jenna, mm-hmm. do you wince when you see these these instruments of destruction? They make me nervous. Yeah, you've had these, right? Yeah. And no pay for this, by the way, either. This is this is a non-paying gig. This is pro bono. Oh God! All right, we're going to go back to the phones. All right. Jenna's going to jump in. Mm-hmm. Doctor Mark's going to jump in. I'm going to jump in. Gina. Hey, what's up? Hey, you're on Loveline. Hey, okay. About a few a month ago, my my best friend tried to hook me up with this guy that she's madly in love with. 
and now she's pissed at me, and she's pissed at her because we're not talking, because he likes me, and I like him a lot. All right, your friend set you up uh-huh. with someone that she was madly in love with? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was that was good then, Ken. <laughs> and things worked out? Yeah, and now she's pissed at me, and last night she called me crying and yelling at me because he had hung up with her to talk to me. Why do you reckon she set you up with someone that she was uh, interested in? I don't know. Why don't you explain to her that she was the one who set you up? I tried, and she got mad at me. And it's like, it's the fact that he lives far away from me. Like, so it's kind of like when he comes up to where I live or when I go down to where he lives. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Mm-hmm. And now she's pissed at me. And she's not talking. <sighs> Teenage <laughs> angst. Yay! What, what are you going to do? You lose a friend. You know, people think you're going to hang on to these friends. I don't know anyone I, I knew when I was 15. You know, you're friends with your friends when you're 15 because they live near you. You know what I'm saying? When you get older, you choose your friends based on their personality. Mm-hmm. Or what you can get out of them. Yeah. I was going to say breast size. Yeah, later. Right. That's why Jen and I have hit it off so oh, well. Yeah. But but the point is, is you have these close-knit friends, but it's really because the guy lives down mm-hmm. the block or across the street or wherever, and you're so scared of losing them, but then you turn 18, you get a driver's license, you go off to college, and you never call the guy anyway or the girl anyway, so screw them. <sighs> Marcella? <laughs> Hi, Adam. Hey. I've got a question for Dr. Mark first. All right. I'm here. Dr. Mark, is the average size penis actually 5.2? 5.2. That's what I heard. God, I hope not. <laughs> well, not in your business. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 I really you you know, haven't done a, penis a survey measuring them, uh, but... Uh, uh, I can't answer that question, actually. Um, I can. Uh, okay. Um, Second part of my question. 5.1. <laughs> Adam. And it's dropping. By by 11.30, it's going to be 4.8. Adam? Yeah. It's time to fess up. Oh, it is. Uh, me and my friend have a bet. Uh-huh. If the average penis is 5.2. One. One. <laughs> Damn it, one. 5.1. I say that yours is bigger. You shook me with the chapstick comment a couple nights ago. Right. But I stand my ground. Your penis is bigger than 5.1. It certainly is. Yes. All right. Thank you. Yes. I win the bet. You certainly do. And we're going to throw in some Z-Brick and a home version of Loveline. <laughs> now, Jenna. Yes. You encounter a lot of penises in your business. Yes, I do. And they're mostly bigger than 5.1. Oh, absolutely. Because... They have to sort of weed out the small weenuses that, in the porn really business. That's really not true, though. Oh, but no one has there studied porn like There are a few guys guy. in the business that do have smaller penises. Uh-huh. And a lot of it just depends on whether you can perform. Right. You know, you have to keep it hard for a long time. Oh, yeah. A long time. And so it pretty much doesn't matter how big it is. <clears throat> but, you know. Yeah, but you like it, a, I mean, a little, a little bigger than average, oh, don't yeah, you? absolutely. And, you know, for a fact. Now, I would get into porn because I hear the camera adds 20 pounds to your penis. <laughs> I don't know if it was to the penis, but it just said 20 pounds. I figure if your penis takes up the whole screen, well, that's going to add 20 pounds to your penis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be tremendous. <laughs> Huge. Until you went home. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And then it went it back depressing. down to normal. Now, now, Jenna, I saw you in a, uh, well, the scene, uh, the very last scene of the movie, The Wicked One. Uh-huh. And people should go out and get this movie. It's amazing. It is. Because there's, it's a two-on-one thing. Two guys. Oh, yeah. Two guys with which much larger than average penises. Mm-hmm. Both attacking you. 
Oh, yeah. Basically using the penis as a weapon. That was good. You enjoy that? Oh, yeah. Actually, that was the first time I had ever done it. Fantastic. I couldn't so. tell. Oh, really? Yes, you look like well, a think, veteran. Thank you. And <clears throat> do you enjoy that? I mean, are you enjoying yourself while it's going on? Uh, uh, how could you not? Well, I'll you know, tell you how I you mean, couldn't. There's a bunch of grips standing around their hands but, down but their that's, pants. That's the thing. I enjoy people watching. Oh, you do? Yeah. I mean, like if me and Mark want to watch, <laughs> you would enjoy that? <laughs> hey, bring your friends. Ah, so oh. you kind of get off on the whole exhibition thing, right? Absolutely. I think you kind of have to be an exhibitionist to be in my business. Mm, let me think. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah. Just for the sake of argument. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, your latest movie, you brought over three or four movies for yes, me. I God did. bless you. Every time you come over, you bring a handful of porn. It's getting so I don't have to go to the store anymore. But I still do because the guys worry. You know, I get phone calls. <laughs> hey, Adam, we miss you. We're here at the porn barn. What's going on? You sick? You okay? I start getting fruit baskets. Uh, anal maniacs. You know what? I'm not in that movie. Oh. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that hurts. Lip service? You yes, in that? that's me. Uh-huh. That's me. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. So is, is that like a blowjob movie? You know what? One of the best ones I've ever given was in that movie. Oh, really? It's on a fire escape on Santa Monica Boulevard. Really? Is, and what what constitutes a good blowjob? Because to me, any you just blow watch job. wrist action. You know, hand. Oh, action. you get your hand going. Oh yeah. Oh, so I'll watch it and yeah. get my hand going. Yeah. <laughs> no, that brings me back to Mark over here. <laughs> Mark, you know I hate to pry, but with the Not injury, with my wrist. No, you can't. Can you can you pleasure yourself anymore with the injury? Yeah. Oh, you can. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you can. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Because you got some work to do tonight. Yeah. Well, yeah. Otherwise, you'd be depressed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Dr. Marks. Going to reach into his bag of of uh, gynecological love. tricks uh, or of love. That was better like stated. Felix, Felix the cat. Yeah. Uh, Jenna's going to reach into my bag of tricks. <laughs> perhaps there's some hard candy in my crotch. You can get it later, <laughs> and we'll be back. Love Line will be right back to say something interesting or humorous or something. You never thought it would get to this. You're an addict and your life is spiraling out of control. Call the Addiction Help Hotline. One free call could be the first step to get your life back on track. The Addiction Help Hotline will match you with the right facility for your treatment in our network of top-rated facilities nationwide. We'll help you select the facility type, the location, the treatment type, the affordability, and length of stay. If you need urgent help, fast-track admissions are available. Whether it's insurance, credit cards, family help, or self-paid cash, the Addiction Help Hotline has an answer to help you. The Addiction Help Hotline is discreet with our confidential, secure matching system. Stop being afraid. End the addiction. Help is just one free phone call away. Call the Addiction Help Hotline. We're standing by now to help you get your life back. This call is free. Call now. Call the Addiction Help Hotline. 1-800-407-8138. End the addiction. Call 1-800-407-8138. That's 1-800-407-8138. Hey, yeah. 
Yes, I'm having a wonderful time tonight. Let me get the phone numbers out. Thank you. May I have another? 1-800-L-O-V-I-E-191. 1-800-568-3191. Fax number 310-854-4455. It is like a freaking uh, Lissex shop in here. There's oils all over the place. There's surgical instruments. We have starlet Jenna Jameson here. Jenna, did you do any work today? Uh, No. No. And what? No, but last week I did. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let me guess. North Hollywood somewhere in some warehouse? Where was it? You know what? They all kind of run together for me. <laughs> but it's always in the valley somewhere. Yeah, it's, all, it's Porn Valley. How apropos that I was born and raised in North Hollywood, California, which would later become the porn capital of the world. Maybe your birth started it. <laughs> you think Don't. I no, some sort of cosmic thing? I got, like, things rolling cosmically yeah, and... Been, uh, yeah. That could be it, Jenna. I could be the reason you're having all the success you're having. Maybe. Have a little payoff. <laughs> now, speaking of sex, you're killing me. You have a boyfriend? Yes, I do. You do. Mm-hmm. Now, is he in the business? Uh, he was an actor, uh-huh. and now he's a director. Uh, Charlie Sheen. Oh God! Oh, oh no! Don't he's... say that word around me. Have you had? Oh. Huh? No, no, I haven't had him, but I know him. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. A lot of the gals uh, in the business. He's a uh, porn groupie. He is. Yes. Uh huh. Hanging around backstage. Uh. Well, I wouldn't say that, but you know, there are certain guys in the straight business that like they adult like film girls, right? So, but it's kind of the same thing. They want to run around. They want to have a good time. Yeah, which is cool and all that. But but then the girls always get. You know, I mean. Let's let's be honest. If you're doing adult movies and you're dating Charlie Sheen for a few months, that's hey, a good thing. This is a good thing, Absolutely. right? But then he gets tired of it and moves on, right? Yeah. But that's okay too, I guess. All right. So your boyfriend was in the business. Now yes. he's moved behind the camera. Yes, he has. And 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 he, he directs my movies. Oh, he does. Yes. Wow, that's well, a few wild. of them. Yeah, and yeah. and and that that's a turn on for him. <laughs> uh, I w- I wouldn't say that. I'm sh- I'm sure it kind of gets to him, but you know. Yeah, I get oh, because wow. let me tell you how most guys are. If I go over to a girl's house and I'm dating her, and like a yearbook opens and she has her arm, she's at Disneyland <laughs> with her arm around, you know, Mickey. I'm like, who's that bastard? Who is he? I'll kill him. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I can see your point. I I know that I would be totally jealous. Yeah, to see him. Well, to you see have him. seen him do it. Yes, I have. But I I just don't want to be around. If he does still do it, I just don't want to watch it. So pr- pretty much when I'm having sex, he uh, goes out of the room. Mm-hmm. I go into the bathroom and you're having sex. By Woo-hoo! the way, this is Love Line on Radio Station. Oh, he's here. He's taking pictures. God bless him. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bigger man than I. Oh, that's got to be. That is just, well, I guess a double-edged sword. All right, so you guys are you guys been going out for how long? Oh, about six months. Now. All right, and you're making it work out. Yeah, trying. Okay, good. You, know, you don't seem to be fighting now, but, you know, I know how that is. You get home, eh, dishes yeah. start flying. Let me give the <laughs> phone numbers out and reset the show. 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. This is Loveline. I'm Adam Carolla. Sitting in for Dr. Drew is Dr. Mark. He is a gynecologist. 
He was injured in a freakish hockey accident and can no longer practice gynecology, but I will be his eyes. Eh, just his eyes. I don't want to be any other stuff. And his we hands. Ha- oh, his hands, too. That's yeah. right. And uh, <laughs> Jenna Jameson is here, and we may test things out on her later. Woo-hoo. We'll play it out. We'll just see how it feels. All right? Shane? Hello? You're on Loveline. Hey, Mark. Hey, how What's are you? What's up, Jen? Hey. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> and Adam, whoever you are. Yeah. yeah, I've been going out with this girl for a couple months now, and my uncle and parents are kind of forcing me to go to Hawaii with my uncle because he's moving out there. And I don't really want to leave my girlfriend because I'm, like, seriously in love with her. And I wanted to know if you guys could tell me what to do. Don't go. Don't go. Well, they're I, forcing him. Yeah. They're forcing you? How are they, old are you? I'm 16. Are um, they pawning you off on your uncle? Basically. Why can't they take care of you? Well, they can. They just don't really like me around. Hmm. Well, why, why, why do you think that is? Well, me and my stepfather get in fights a lot over... He thinks I'm trying... I'm overrunning my mom and everything like that. My mom thinks that he's being too hard on me and that he's just going out of whack. Shane? Yeah? I have a suggestion. You want to stay, right? Yes. Why don't you act that way? I mean, why don't you mind your P's and Q's? Why don't you be on your best behavior when you're around and make them go, hey, this guy Shane's great. We don't want to send him anywhere. I don't have to do anything to get in trouble with my stepfather. I can walk in the door like the other day. I went to my friend's house, came back. It was 4.30 in the afternoon. I walked in the door, and he wouldn't let me in. And what's your mom say about this? She just kind of goes along with it because he's the father. Hmm. And my stepfather came from a hardcore Catholic family. Dad was right no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how he's living. Gosh, maybe you'd be better off in Hawaii. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, I mean, you are getting sent to Hawaii. Really? You know, it's not like you're going to Auschwitz or something to stay with uh, Uncle Fritz. (laughs) You know, the other other thing is is that maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea if you truly love this young lady and she loves you to go and take a breather from from your stepfather, go to Hawaii for a bit, see if you can work things out, and come back a little bit restructured because sometimes you just need a breather from those situations. And, and she can go out. I mean, no one's opposed to going to Hawaii to visit anyone. I wouldn't be. I'll come if you want me to. <laughs> You'd have to shave the beard yeah, well. and uh, add a little around the chest. Cody. Hello. Hey, you're on Loveline. Hi. Hi, Dr. Mark. Hi, Janet. Hello. How are you doing, Adam? Fine. Um, listen, I have a question. Um, my fiance and I are expecting a baby really soon. Mm-hmm. Or not really, really soon. But... Um, and she feels like she's a little overweight, and she was wondering, or actually we were both kind of wondering, if um, she could do, or what she could do to uh, lose weight. Well, so first first her, of all, how, how far pregnant is she? Uh, probably about four weeks. Four weeks? Yeah. Okay. Uh, if she's four weeks, then the chances are that if she, if she feels that she's gained a fair amount of weight, a lot of it might be estrogenic water retention. Well, but actually, she, she's... Felt like she's been overweight for as long as I've known her. I see. Well, uh, while she's pregnant, what what oftentimes happens is that when women get pregnant, they become extremely concerned that the additional weight gain will make them unattractive. Pregnancy is a very 
is a very demoralizing thing to, 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 the, to, to the psyche of women for their physical structure, and it's, it's very difficult. The answer to your question is, is no, she should not diet, especially not in this trimester or all through the pregnancy. For those people who gain excessive weights, there are, for instance, Weight Watchers has a wonderful program for pregnant women. Uh, and very healthy and appropriate, or she can go to a dietitian who can help her to gain less weight that is unimportant weight, but not to lose weight, not in not no way, no, no, no. Doctor, I'm no doctor, but maybe she should start smoking. They say that helps lose weight. <laughs> yeah, a, a couple packs a day. A couple packs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's already a smoker. Oh, well, then I have to say that she should probably worry a lot less about her weight gain at this point and worry about trying to cut down. How much does she smoke? Oh, quite a bit. Quite uh, a bit. She smokes well, probably about four to my one. Okay. And how many do you smoke? Well, maybe once every hour, hour and a half. I see. I will say this, that um, I think that you, need, you two need to reprioritize possibly and, uh, and, and, and turn towards trying to help to decrease the smoking during the pregnancy. I think that uh, is your responsibility now is to your baby. Uh, the weight loss, which is something which she can do afterwards, is a personal thing for her, but now you're responsible for another being, and the smoking is really something that needs to be addressed. So I think you guys need to work together on that, more importantly. What does the smoking do? Do they come out uh, preemies or something? Yeah, actually, uh, th th a lot. Um, I, one of my, my specialty is maternal fetal medicine, actually, which is especially in high-risk pregnancies, and uh, I do a lot of ultrasounds. And, uh, one, it causes what we call intrauterine growth retardation, which is actually, it's not a retarded baby, but it's the slowing of the growth of the baby uh, because the baby uses its own nutrients to get what it needs because the placenta is dysfunctional and can't send over the nutrients that it needs. Smoking causes that to happen. Smoking causes increased prematurity. Smoking can even cause reactions to the baby when they're born. Uh, it, 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 it really can cause a, a great number of very bad things to occur. Uh, it's even been associated with some other disorders, systemic disorders. If you're, if you're prone to diabetes, some people feel that it might increase that risk or antibody antigen reactions for, for increased miscarriage. Um, you know, but the other thing is to remember, and I, I want to make this real clear, is that, is that you can't just stop. It, it's, it's real hard to do that. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest just if whatever you're smoking now, cut it in half. At least you've done something. You feel good about yourself, and you've helped. You do the best you can without making yourself crazy over it. And, what does R.J. Reynolds have to say about this? They go, the data's still out. We don't know. Nothing concrete. Or... Well, they, they tried to pay me before I came in, but I, <laughs> I, I couldn't get the door open. Uh, let me ask you something real quick. What would you rather your, your pregnant wife do? And I know you'd, none of the above, but answer this one. Uh, have three glasses of wine every night. Or smoke half a pack of cigarettes. Three glasses of wine every night. No question about it. In so fact, the alcohol's much better. Well, I mean, neither one Not of them are bad. very good. But, you know, you know, the whole thing that people get confused about pregnancy is, is that it's excess. It's just like everything else in life. Things in moderation generally don't hurt people. Excess hurts people. One to two ounces or one ounce of alcohol a night, sure, you don't want to drink at all. But if you keep it down to that, the chances of having a problem are minimized. Mm -hmm. I would find that in giving that comparison, I would much rather that she cut down smoking. All right. Well, there you go. Robin. Hi. Um, hi, Jana and Adam. Hello. And hi, Dr. Mark. Hello. Um, I have a question about, oh, first, um, Adam, mm. let me tell you something. You make me look so totally ridiculous when I'm at work because I work graveyard and I listen to you guys, and you are so funny. Oh, thank you. I'm over there with my Walkman cracking up. Everyone's like, hey, look at Robin. Uh -huh. Look at the retarded chick over there filing <laughs> away. Yep. Oh, anyway, 
Um, Dr. Mark, um, tonight I was taking a shower. I was going to go to work, and um, I found a, well, I felt a big old, well, a lump on the side of my abdomen, my lower abdomen. Yeah. And, um... How low? Um, Near your groin? Um, almost to the groin. It's uh, mm -hmm. below my belly button. On the left-hand side, it's like the size of a golf bar or something. Um, yeah. But I... I Jenna's feeling herself is now, near, by the way. Is, I'm, I'm going to start is, feeling Jenna is, in a is, second. Is it near your, your, your incision line from your um, C-section? Well, I had, uh, I had bikinis on all three of my C-sections that I've had. But, right. Um, is it I, near there? Is it, in the, is, is it in the line of the incision? No. What's okay. a bikini? It, I mean, I know what a bikini is. I've studied it, it, that. It's, but. It's, a, it's a sideways incision that's at or below the hairline, so it doesn't disfigure the woman to have a cesarean section. Uh-huh. But see, after I had my, my son, which is two years old, I had to have a, uh, another operation for a ventral hernia. I'm going to okay. start crying now. Um, the, the, uh, the ventral hernia was that upsetting, huh? And um, now I have a, another scar that's in them. Oh, you're upset because of the scar? Well, no, no. I'm just scared because oh. I just noticed. Um, well, I'm trying to. L let me ask you before you get scared, is that lump very hard or is yes. it soft? It's hard. It's hard. Is it near to where your leg meets your belly? Uh, no. It's, it's in the, higher. It's, in the, it's like, I'd say, right in the middle between um, um, the, the, where the bone bends or the okay. leg bends mm -hmm. and um, the belly button. Okay. There's a lot of different things it could be. It could be a lipoma, which is a fatty tumor and very benign and easily removed. It could be a lymph node, which has become inflamed. Or maybe it could, it, if, if it's a little lower than you think, it could even be a lymph node that's caught in the canal that goes between your belly and your leg. Uh, it can be a lot of things, but I, I can't only think of a few of them that would really be serious enough to scare you or require any major surgical intervention. So the best thing to do is get it checked out real quick, and then you won't have to worry about it. And what about the fact that she stumbled onto it so quickly? I mean, that it wasn't there or wasn't pronounced the night before. Right. Is that an indication of anything? Well, it could be that it's been there and growing, and she just knows it because it became a little uncomfortable. And it could be that it's a herniation, or it could be it just got to the, si to the size where it just popped out because of... I have a herniated lump on my stuff. Uh -huh. um, like 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 where the where the is that a, is that a clinical term I don't know <laughs> lump and stuff yeah, yes yeah, yeah, <laughs> junk yeah, is in yeah, there somewhere yeah, yeah, too yeah. but yeah. Uh, you know right above the the rug you know yeah over the uh, the rug is above the junk but right. yeah, you know, yeah but below the lint yeah I, I, it actually embarrasses me that I understand this. there's a yeah. bulge there uh -huh. I had drew a poke at it the uh -huh. other night uh -huh. now you can get a hernia up top there that's too, correct right? yes you can yeah anywhere uh -huh. that there anywhere that there's there's material that holds your belly in uh -huh. you can herniate sure. great I'm yeah. dying yeah. all right we got a question for Jenna coming up here. And, uh, Dr. Mark, I'd like you to go through your little bag of tricks there and see if we could pull out something else I could make fun of. Jason. Hey, Adam. Hey. Mark, Jenna. You're hey. on Loveline. Hey, how you doing? Good. Today is my birthday, and I just want to let you guys know that this is the best birthday I've ever had because, Adam, you have the genius to allow Jenna to be on the show. Oh. Yes. Yes, I, yes, I did it. for you. And, uh... First of all, Jen, I got a question. What's that freaky little tattoo on the back of your neck there? And uh, uh, where'd you get it? Uh, it's not little. It's a, it's right, a dragon. Right, it like covers your whole neck. Yeah, it? it's a dragon. Really? With a wave and tribal. 
Wow, where'd you get it at? I got got it in Las Vegas. And that's you're from there. Yes, I was born there. And do, do you have another tattoo on your butt, like little lips or something? Uh, actually, it's two hearts, and it says heartbreaker. Wow. I have hair tattooed on my ass. Heartbreaker. <laughs> oh. You are. It's a work in progress. Jason. And this, wait, Adam. Are your pants down? Seriously. Oh, I'm doing a dance in my pants. Uh, you certainly are. <laughs> Jenna, I have one more favor since it is my birthday, and uh, mm-hmm. Adam you know, gives me so much laughter every night. Would you do me a birthday favor and mm-hmm. give that, you know, show Adam a little something? <laughs> or, uh, that was me. For me. Just a, oh, thank yeah, you. There you go, Adam. <laughs> thank you, Jason. You man, That's for you, Jason. Happy birthday. All right, oh, uh, Jason, we're going to put you on hold and give you the hotline number. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, Dr. Mark, yeah, yeah, you reached yeah. into uh, Santa's little bag there. Yeah, I... I you pulled out what... Uh, Appears to be a um, lucite vagina. Yeah, well, yeah, and and a uterus and, and tubes and, and ovaries. Well, and I don't mess with all that stuff. No, oh, I go oh, right for the vagina. Oh, look at this; it comes apart. Look, I didn't know. I didn't even know that. Um, that doesn't happen in real life. Uh, but you can even see what it looks like. Uh huh. But, but the important thing is, is that this demonstrates the use and, and the fitting of a diaphragm. Right, let me see? let me try something here yeah, for but, just. But one you don't second. want this one. Yeah, what is that? That's the diaphragm. It's got a big got old a hole, hole in it. it. Oh, yeah, this that wouldn't work at all. This is obstetricians here are not making enough money. I don't know. Let me see. I have really wide sperm. I don't, I'm not sure if they'd make it through that or not. Well, one at a time. All right, let me just give a listen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can hear the ocean. Yeah, yeah. it's like a conch <laughs> show. Is that yeah. like Fantastic. size? Uh, uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, it looks like all right, so do, do what you would do if, you know, I mean, give, give, me like, give me like the $49 special. Okay. Do you have some kind of deal? Well, here. This is to show people how to use a diaphragm. Oh, okay. You, see, you take it, and preferably, again, not with the... This is bad, Adam. Right. Yeah. yeah. You see one of these? Yes. Don't. Okay. Don't use it. Okay. All right. Big hole. Okay. And He's you just, folded it in you, half. Right. And you, and you put it into the vagina, and you show the women how to right. push it down so yeah. that it then comes up, and it pops in. Uh-huh. And then there's the push up here. And you can see how it covers the cervix. Right. So and there's a there's a gel around and in the center gel is very important. Without the gel, the diaphragm does not work well because that's a the spermicide. Gel, exactly, and it also helps to create a seal. Oh really? Yeah, not the singer. Now, you oh, couldn't yeah. in, you couldn't use a like a something from the automotive store like liquid gasket. Well, or something I, like I, that? I told you they tried try to use the Welch's jelly. That didn't work <laughs> oh, well. I would God. probably stick away from that. But, but anyway, and that's and that's how you uh, you help to have people visualize. And you use a toothbrush to get it back out, or uh, how do you get that uh, out? Knitting hook. No, actually, just your finger. Now nobody uses these things anymore, well, do they? That's not really true. Actually, they're quite popular. And what I recommend for people is I recommend that they teach their husbands how to do it and oh, use it as part of no, foreplay. No. No, oh, yes. that, you know, wait a minute now, doctor. You're sounding like Dr. Ruth here, where they're, where they're trying to involve putting on the condom, where they're trying to. Uh, birth control, there's no place for birth control in the foreplay. I say the guy sits in the room and he chubs up and he maybe like chugs a beer and he gets himself hyped up a little bit and when it's good and ready, he comes in. A guy doesn't want to be messing with that aspect of sex. You know what I mean? Because that gets you thinking. You start thinking about pregnancy, you start thinking about kids, you start thinking about college, tuition. You know what I'm saying? The Menendez boys. <laughs> All sorts of things are running through a man's mind. Women, if you want to excite the man, you take care of that. And then call the guy in when you're ready. That's certainly a personal preference, but, but it actually is uh, much more popular than you think. 
Yeah. yeah, because I never hear. No, I never hear about the, uh, yeah. the that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that that yeah. thing you were just talking about. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to another call here. Uh, Doc, you have any calls you want to take? Oh, this just, uh, whatever. Okay, uh, well, this guy's been on hold for 42 minutes. Dan. Yes. You're on Loveline. Hello, everyone. How are you all doing tonight? Good. Um, My question is for Dr. Drew, or Dr. Mark, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just wondering what the ill effects are associated with uh, hallucinogenic mushroom use. Well, the the most important one is is poor, <laughs> yeah, is is listening to music like that. You can you, yeah. you can yeah. come on to your your aunt or uncle. <laughs> That's one side effect. Uh, you know, the most the, the most serious thing is is being given mushrooms, which are essentially poisonous. Uh, it's something that people don't really consider, but uh, the source of the mushrooms and the type of mushrooms they are right. uh, are, are critically important. And, and there are several reports of people who, who do die or get desperately ill from being given mushrooms, which are, in fact, not hallucinogenic but poisonous. Dan, you ever been high on mushrooms? Uh, once, uh, about a week ago. Okay. Did you get very nauseated while you were there? High? No, because we didn't take very much. Okay. Well, you know, the, the deal is is that one of the side effects is nausea, Okay. Uh, and another side effect is like any other hallucinogenic, uh, uh, you know, medication or drug, uh, you know, uh, you can have lingering effects and sensorium changes or changes in the way you behave and act. It certainly does. Yeah. I've been high on mushrooms before. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, and, I, listen, I went to the college in the 60s. Oh, really? Yeah, right. Where'd so. you go? You didn't go to like Humboldt or no, something? No, I went to you? Penn State. But they had plenty of mushrooms up there in the it's Nittany agri- Mountains? It's an agricultural school. Oh, so you were just basically farming shrooms well, you the know, entire time you were there. You know, there was a responsibility I had to my generation. But You know, as a gynecologist, I was thinking about this on the drive-in, you slip up just like an inch and a half in your proctologist. Well, there you go. You were almost there. It's Thank a multi-specialty. you stayed up. It's multi-specialty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, anyway, you know, mushrooms, like any other, medi- any other drug or medication, has side effects, and it can cause you damage, you, you know, and, and I, I can't recommend that you use them. I can say that if you do use them, choose them selectively, use them carefully. Yeah, make sure you go to the right... Uh, guy in the right park right. <laughs> to, to get them from. Right. Well, don't, don't pick them off the lawn. I've been high on mushrooms twice, and the, the first time I was just like out of my mind, and the thing about it is, is you're like an infant, meaning you see everything for the first time, in a way. Like, I was watching TV, and I was there playing a commercial for monster trucking you know and it, and there were you know bigfoot and 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 the eliminator and and the grave digger and i was going we're living in a society where larger trucks beat up on smaller automobiles <laughs> that's so bizarre man and then i saw a woman uh, like a lee press on nail commercial and i was like Women are taking pieces of plastic <laughs> and sticking them onto the ends of their fingers so they look more presentable for men. And my head almost exploded. But 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 you actually, the truth of the matter is, it was more rational thinking than it really was. Yeah, it's a scary thought. What happens is you see everything, you take everything for granted. It's like, yeah, oh yeah, OJ got off. Oh oh yeah, we're destroying the rainforest. Or oh yeah, people, you know, women are using mascara. Or, oh oh yeah, there's Benoit balls. Or oh yeah, there's there's this there's Jenna Jameson making nine movies a year. But when you get really high on mushrooms, everything is new. And 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 I picked out everybody not by name, but by I was like, Larry. You're now known as the evil presence. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be back with more tales of mushrooms after this. Look deep into this jingle. You are getting sleepy, sleepy. Loveline will be right back. You will listen. You will listen. 
Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you can now hear every episode of Dr. Drew Podcast at podcastone.com. There's no place else you can get comedy, sports, entertainment, health, and advice, all the podcasts you really care about, like mine, the Dr. Drew Podcast, and a huge collection of other great shows, too. That's podcastone.com. Go to podcastone.com for the best podcast out there, like mine, Dr. Drew. That is podcastone, podcastone.com. Hello, this is Roland Orzabar from Tears for Fears, and you're listening to Love Line. Oh, you certainly are. And I swear to God that 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 Jamaican riff is from a video that I have called Playmates in Paradise. And like a Pavlovian dog, I start... The blood immediately rushes to the penis when I hear that... Jenna, relax. I'm going to read the numbers here. 1-800-LOVE-191. 1-800-568-3191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla sitting in for Dr. Drew and doing a fine job, I might add, is Dr. Mark. And to my right, that would be to your left, if you're facing the radio, is none other than, none other than Jenna Jameson, the, uh, the newest, hottest starlet on the adult film scene. And again, for those of you who weren't listening earlier in the show, uh, Best New Starlet won at the uh, Big Awards show yes. in Vegas. Yes. Uh, best Actress. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming those were movies that had dialogue in them? Yeah. Okay, good. Absolutely. Best Sex Scene. Yes. What, what movie was that from? Blue Movie. Do I have that one? I'm sure you do. You know, I <laughs> I brought you every movie. So. I'm sure I have it. I gotta I gotta turn the sound up once once in a while. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go back to the phones because we have something for Jenna William. Hey. Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, you're on Loveline. Hey, thanks. Um, I just wanted to tell Jana that. Uh, Jenna. Jenna. Jenna, I'm sorry that I did see uh, lip service, and I do mm. have to agree that that was probably the best. Oral sex scene I have seen in a long, long time. Well, thank you. Really? Yeah. Because of the hand action? Oh, definitely. Hand action is a must. Really? Yes. No. See? see? No. Proven my point. No, I don't like the hand action. Oh, come on. Yes, you would. No, I really don't. Oh, come on. Well, don't get me wrong. I'll I take it over <laughs> sodomy any any day. No, it's, but It's all in your technique. If, if they well, believe me, I got my technique down. <laughs> I mean, when my my penis will actually start straying toward my hand when I'm just walking down the street, it knows. It's, it's like strange. an old, yeah. it's like old yeller, yeah. you know, <laughs> old purple. It heals. <laughs> down, roll over. All right. If they don't know how to do it, it they it doesn't. No, no, exactly. I don't like the hand because it it makes my penis look smaller. You know what I mean? When once you, you know what I mean? Like when you're holding the baseball bat and you're there's you not that much hanging out. Hand. Oh, or that's get, right. Or, or get yeah. a larger penis. You Don't. can help me with that. I, I might you? be able to do something for that. Any guys in the industry with operations who've had a penis augmentation? John Wayne or? Bobbitt. Oh, well, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a necessity. He got his penis caught no, in a lawnmower. But, but, but he I mean, just got it enlarged. Oh, he did? Yes. Have you had a look-see? Oh, uh, no. No? Oh, uh, no. Oh, you wouldn't do that? Oh, no. You, you won't work with certain people? Yeah, I have a list. I work with probably about four different guys. Oh, really? But yes. I'm selective. You are? Yes, absolutely. And now, I mean, how do you crack the list? 
Still kind of interview process or something? Not irritate me. How many, should I, I take some mints? How am I doing? <laughs> You're getting there, Adam. So you only work with these four guys because you know the guys. Mm-hmm. You know their work. We're compatible. You know their penis. Exactly. If they poked their penises through a hole in a wall, you could go over there. This would yes, be a good I game could. show, by the way. I could. We give her like 30 seconds. She gets a name, Peter North, Ron Jeremy. You know, and she has to scramble to stick them on there. And if one's wrong, man, she's got to run back and like peel one off and stick it on the other one. Yeah. But you would know. Yes, I would. Absolutely. God bless you. Yeah, I don't enjoy the hand with the with the thing. It's a distraction. You th- no. No, I. Uh, no that's test. me. That's me. Well, yeah, I guess every guy's different. Right. But usually I can tell what they do and don't like. Right. All right. So it's out on the balcony. Yeah, it's out on a fire escape. Oh, right. The fire yeah. escape. People yes. are driving by. People are driving by. I was, I was seriously kind of scared when we were doing it because, you know, I told my boss, I said, if I get arrested, you're going to come bail me out. Oh, yeah. Because you know? there were cars going by, people watching from the street. And... Group of nuns. Yeah. <laughs> being traumatized. Yeah. Guys hurting their neck oh, and rear-ending people. It was kind of late. It was probably like 11 p.m. How many stories up were you? Uh, three, I think. Now, so uh, they were filming from the street with lights, of course. Yes, oh, lights, really? everything. Did you yeah, have to they, pull a permit, like a blowjob permit, or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> we were rushing. I, I see, and and now I don't know how to state this uh, delicately, so I'll just go on and say it. Did, did they have to put it? You know, did anyone use like an umbrella down on the on the ground floor? Is there anything coming down? <laughs> no, you know I, I caught mean? all that. Oh, okay, good. Because you, someone could slip and break their neck. God, and then you have a liability. God forbid. Now you got a lawsuit. Oh, I would love to be sitting on that jury. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say, you know, you drop a penny from the Empire State Building, puts a hole in someone's head. So, yeah. That's right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a problem. I'm going to say hi to all you guys. Hi, Jenna. Hi. Hi, Dr. Mark. Hello. And hello to Adam. Hello, Dave. Adam, you make the show. i got to tell you that. Oh, good. I'm glad <laughs> you enjoy it. Okay. Um, well, a little while back, I, I kind of got really attracted really close to this one female. And uh, I talked to a friend, a mutual friend about it, and he gave me the green light. And he turned around and screwed me over after I got really involved, and and uh, she went with him. I have two two things I tell myself to do. One is to kill him, and one is just to walk away. Which <laughs> could That's you, a tough one. Yeah. Well, could you compromise? Could you kill him and then walk away? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe if I just ripped his guts out. All right, settle down. You're scaring Jenna. Hostile. She has very delicate sensibilities. <laughs> She's a porn star, but she's not a felon. Do you understand? Yeah. Well, I, she is in certain states, I guess. Yeah, but, you know, I just, I just can't do it because that voice inside of me was telling me, you know, she's the one. Your dog? <laughs> or the other voice? Dave, yeah. listen. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let, let's get something straight. Your friend gave you the green light? Your friend dated her? Yeah, right afterwards, yeah. Yeah, but why are you asking your friend who, who doesn't know her if you can date her? Or am I... No, he does. He knows us both. He's All right, but wait a minute. Let's just backtrack. Let's backtrack for a second, Dave. You met a girl you liked. Right. You asked your friend, and your friend gave you the green light, you said. Yes, I thought maybe they had something going, and I asked him about it, and he said they did. Oh, so you met her through your friend. Right. And then your friend decided he liked her uh-huh. after you got together with her. No, I didn't get together with her yet. But after you became interested and started dating her, or you yeah, didn't do anything? It was just before Valentine's Day. I was going to do something on Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. 
Had you oh. had you had a date with her though? Um, kind of not really a date, but right. But in your mind, you had a bathroom date. I call them. <laughs> That's where you're alone and you're. It's just basically you, you and the hamper, but it's still a date. I count that as dating. Yeah, I guess. All right, so you didn't have anything with her, Dave. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you didn't. I, I hate to. I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings, but you... I mean, there's been people I've been attracted to, but this is totally something else. I mean, this is the one, you know. Yeah, but I don't know, Aww. Jenna. What do you, Jenna's now? Jenna's like, pounding. It sounds like his friend just yanked her out from underneath him. Yeah, figuratively. And didn't care about his his feelings and. He's right. feeling bad, but I, I say move on. Find yourself a new woman. All right. Well, I yeah. appreciate the objective advice. You'll have no problem. Yeah, Dave, believe me, you don't want to go back and try to try to start something that essentially yeah. wasn't ever started. I, I mean, uh, you know, I we, we have a limited amount of time here, so sometimes I have to be very, very brief and, and graphic and, uh, and cruel and blunt <laughs> like at times. But the reality is, is you didn't have anything with her. She took up with this other guy. You're young. You move on. You get someone else. Yeah, piss on him. All right. Yeah. That too. Fantastic. <laughs> now, Jen, I got to ask you seriously, ever in, any injuries on the porn set? Anyone pull a groin or have oh, yeah. a testicle go shooting across yeah. the room or anything <laughs> like that? I've seen some of the positions. Ew. Yeah, actually, I was injured one time. Really? Yeah. What what happened? <laughs> what happened? You lose a nipple? What yeah. happened? Sometimes, like when I, when I first started, I wasn't really used to the size of right guys. That's what I was saying. They and they I'm call sure, in the Dr. ringers. Mark, you you know that girls can get injured sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, very commonly. Yeah, I dropped. I dropped. He started and, whoa, cramp, fell. Couldn't Boom. move for, like, hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, would that be on, like, the porn blooper outtake tape or something? <laughs> I hope not because <laughs> I was crying. But I think I, like, bruised my cervix or something Well, like that. Uh, you know, if you force pressure like that, you can tear ligaments. You can even make the uterus contract very hard. It's very, oh, yes, this could be mm-hmm. It was horrible. Yeah. And then you got to warm up. Mm-hmm. you got to stretch out. Yeah, you got to work it in slow. Yeah, and and you know sometimes you see the thing pop out, boom, goes right for the oh, bum hole. That's gotta hurt. Yeah, that's got. I mean, oh, I wince oh, oh, as a porn fan. You hate to see that. That's that's painful. A guy, I want. Here's a question: Ever get a penis caught in the clapper thing? You know where they go, <laughs> take twenty seven. That thing comes slapping out. Anyone ever get that? <laughs> Some of them I wish they did. <laughs> I wish I had enough Second penis to be. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> that, that could hold up shooting in more ways than one. Call Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline. We'll be right back. You're an addict. Life's out of control. Call the Addiction Help Hotline now. The Addiction Help Hotline will match you with the right facility for your treatment in our network of top-rated facilities nationwide. Whether it's insurance, credit cards, family help, or self-paid cash, the Addiction Help Hotline has an answer to help you end the addiction. The call is free. Call the Addiction Help Hotline, 800-407-8138. End the addiction. Call 800-407-8138. That's 800-407-8138. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mike on there, Mike. Fantastic. Let me give the phone number out for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191, the fax number. 
310-854-4455. It is my privilege to be sitting here boxed in between the very knowledgeable Dr. Mark, who is sitting in for the very knowledgeable Dr. Drew, who is now on a ski vacation. Apparently, he pumped his sick child up with enough antibiotics and anti-inflammatories and God knows what else to get him onto a plane and off to Utah. So I hope he's enjoying himself. And the other bookend would be Jenna Jameson, who has a fine set of bookends herself, I <laughs> must say, and who's been in the uh, adult film industry for a year now. Mm-hmm. You're not jaded. Not yet. You still enjoy it? <laughs> That's right. You have a short list of uh, people you work with, four guys. Yeah, and a lot of girls. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. a longer list. Mm-hmm. Huge. Oh, really? Huge. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to pick your women quite as... You don't have to be quite as choosy I'm with women, I'm not as selective do you? with women. Right, what are they going to do? There's po- a lot more good-looking girls in the business than there are guys. Amen. You know? Oh, hell yes. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. <laughs> All righty, then. <laughs> That's the way it goes, because right. there's a hell of a lot more guys renting them, yeah. going home, and so. going to town than there are girls. Although, they have become sort of popular with women these oh, days. Oh, absolutely. You go into the porn shops, you see half of the people in there are women. Really? Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You, you ever go into the local places? Yeah, I do. And, I like, do. sort of go check out your section yeah. there and see how it's do moving? Do you get recognized? Yeah, I try to, like, wear a baseball hat and, like, no makeup, but I do. Mm-hmm. I get recognized, and they say, hey, aren't you <clears throat> Jenna Jameson? Are there movies here of you? And then every one of my movies is gone. Like, oh, really? You know, yeah. Now, they do you all do, go for them. Do you do, uh, like, appearances and signings mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that? Yes. Do you have yes, I do. you have guys sending you weird letters wanting you to sign oh, panties and total stuff? Total freak us. I yeah. don't mean to say that, but there, I have one guy who's kind of a stalker. Yeah, but you don't know who it is, right? Yeah, I do know who it is. <laughs> oh. but it's, I'm not going to say cool, his name. <laughs> but he sends me like these really strange presents. Like what? Like he makes big, huge. Um, poster boards mm-hmm. and sticks really strange things to them. And, like, this takes him a long time. He has, oh. like, chopsticks, uh, cutouts from magazines that say, like, really strange stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of freaky. And I got a Valentine's Day present from him, big box of candy, big box of cookies, and I was kind of too afraid to eat them, you know? Yeah. Wise decision. Calories? Like, he writes me things like, you know... You've made me see the light. I love you. You are my woman. No, no, I said you are my lady. (laughs) (laughs) It's a total difference there. I was quoting a Lionel Richie song, I think. (laughs) Come on, baby. It's flattery. It is. It is. I don't trust anyone who's into the whole decoupage thing, by the way. Spending hours and hours, you know, sticking stuff on, on. I'm telling you, days. And all kinds, so that's yeah, a little like weird. Construction cardboard cutout. And, and, well, he's crafty. You got to oh, give him crafty. that. Now, does he ever send you the craft? Uh, uh, pardon me. Does he ever send you the uh, Campbell soup can with the elbow macaroni stuck to it and the yarn and stuff? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> because that can be nice. <laughs> no, but it's it's pretty close to that. I think if he could use his his psychotic uh, energy to do a more constructive type of stocking, ashtray stuffing. stuffing yeah, stuffers. that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. Now, how does this guy, does he send it to you at your home? Uh, No, at my fan club address. Uh-huh. Yeah, he sends me, I get huge packages right. from this guy. And, huge. And are they being sent or is he dropping them off or something I like that? I don't know. I think he sends them FedEx. And he doesn't leave a name or any... Yeah, he leaves his name. He thinks that he is my boyfriend. Oh, really? Yeah. 
like long, in-depth love letters. Absolutely, that. that's why I have a PO box. You know. Right, right. So you don't, you don't, you don't want to uh, come face to face with any of these guys. Well, some of them are really cool. A lot of the guys that uh, they just want, me, yeah, the real you know, they're in Bosnia or you know, just army guys and. Right, and cool they're healthy. People. They just want you to Absolutely. sign some soiled panties and send right. it over to the barracks so and they can pass it around. that's more than healthy. Oh, certainly, yeah. That's very healthy. Yeah, so do you agree, doctor? Oh, well, that's yeah, very healthy that, activity. And that means you want me to say yes so you can get a pair, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You wearing any underwear now? <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh, you are? Yeah. Thong back? Uh-huh. That's the only kind you wear, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I don't. Was it, is that a challenge? I'm challenging you. Okay, I'll just fill out a... Okay, but that Those could just be a piece of yarn that you keistered earlier. I don't know what that is. Oh, God. All right, and Jenna's taking her pants off now. Doc, okay, there you go. See, the doctor's enjoying it thoroughly. Yeah, I'm, like I'm, he hasn't seen it before. Yeah, this is, this is new for me. Yeah, that was, that was oh, a God. step backwards for you, wasn't it, Doc? <laughs> Doc needs to actually see your lower intestine before anything happens. Mona? Yeah, hi. Ah, you're on Loveline. Hello, Adam, Jenna, and Mark. Oh, what's the matter? Actually, I picked the right night to call you guys for something wrong to happen because there's a good range of opinions over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been dating this guy for the last couple of months, and he's just come off of a relationship, a long one, and I did not want to be his rebound girl, so I made sure that I did not absorb my life with him, but I have fallen in love with him. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be pretty in love with me, too, at least from what he says and how he acts, he is. Well, acts most of the time except for tonight. Uh-oh. He's always been really honest with me, and I've told him that I want him to see other women, and he says that he wants me to be in his life until the day that he dies, and I have almost all the qualities in a woman that he wants. Well, I wonder what's lacking. Maybe it's in the sex department, but he's talked to me about that, too. Well... Tonight, um, he uh, asked me to call him, so I did, and it's late, and he answers the phone, and we talk a little bit, and he says he's going to go back to bed, and I asked him if he was in bed alone, and I kind of knew he wasn't, and he told me the truth, and he said, no, he wasn't. Ooh, that's got to hurt. Uh, this guy's an asshole. Can I say that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Drew, Drew from back. the grave. Oh, but, but she gave him the okay to see other girls. Right. But that's that's I what I was going to say as I well. Want, right. I told him that I want, if he loves me as much as he does, I want him to use me as the one he measures others by. And oh, that's that's setting it, yourself not, up for anxiety and pain. It, it It is. And I'm trying to understand why he has to sleep with them i mean is she like me i don't think so i don't th- i don't think you should give him the her. permission if if you're going to be upset about it you shouldn't give him the permission you know, why did you tell him to go out and encourage him to be with other women because when he commits to me i want him to be sure that i'm the biggest tree in the forest for him well, yeah and but I what if his log wants to, <laughs> to wander into other forests I mean, what if he wants to go down the flume a little bit further and find himself a lady lumberjack or something? That, that hurts, and I don't know that. That's not the I way really to go about it. it. But what's worse is that I told him that I could not deal with him having another woman in his bed. That I felt that that was our place, and he said, "Okay." And tonight there's a woman in his bed, which is no longer our place. All right, so he's. I mean, this is hell. And I mean, mm-hmm. we, we've, is, we've and all I been deal with it. We've all been been through this. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And and it's like all of a sudden you get that pain in your stomach and it's like, oh, oh. and you're not going to live. But in, in a way... I don't know. I mean, better, you know, some, you don't want to get gangrene and have a slow death in these things. Find little indicators, slowly have it creep up on you. I mean, this just like, boom, getting, getting the guillotine. Right. I mean, you just drop this guy. Exactly. That's all. I mean, it, it's, it's painful, yeah. but it's going to be shorter than it would because be if you drug if, it out. If he okay. loved you, yeah. he wouldn't be with another woman. Stuff Why is he sleeping with other women? <laughs> for sex, period. Just for sex. Well, he's an idiot. Yeah, you don't need that. Plus, the, you know, in these times, the, you know, this can be dangerous. Absolutely. Well, I gave him the condom. <laughs> okay, but the other, the other thing is, Wow. Too, I told him to protect me. <laughs> what? Well, all right, you the, are a liberated woman. That's the least he could do is protect me. Well, that, that might be true. But the other thing you need to understand is, is that be careful what you say or offer. People may take you up on it. Right. And if you gave this man the opportunity to have sex with other people or to see other people, uh, and, and then you retracted it, it's a very confusing situation. Now, I'm not well, saying don't it. drop him, but I'm just saying the next time around, be careful what you say. You may just get it. Yeah, and let me tell you, that is not a well-conceived thought, by the way, to any ladies listening out there. That is as good a thought as, remember when you are a kid on Halloween and you'd show up to a house and they were out of town? So they had that big plastic jack-o'-lantern out there, and it was filled to the top with Razzles and, and, and Mike and Ikes and Smarties and stuff. And it had a little sign that said, please take one. And you quickly capsized the thing into your pillowcase and made off. That's how guys work, basically. You leave the jack-o'-lantern unattended, he is going to be sticking his penis in it and going right after the Mike and Ikes. Am I right, Jenna? Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I love about you, Jenny? You have no idea what I'm saying, but you go, absolutely. <laughs> Whereas with Drew, he had every idea of what I was saying, and we'd go, you're absolutely wrong. <laughs> Thank God it's Drew's true, gone. We don't need that Drew anymore. We're having a good time without him. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to go back yeah, to uh, any calls jumping out on you there, Mark? Because I usually give Drew the opportunity to uh, well, point you know, at the I, screen I, like I, this, the chip that he is. This is a real is. quick one, and I, I think I, I kind of like All right, we get these something. calls, and yeah. I happen to enjoy these myself. Yeah. Reg? Yeah, hello. How you guys doing? Good. I have a question for the good doctor. Oh, uh, he left, uh, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was born, I was diagnosed with uh, undescended testicles. Uh-huh. But when they went in and did uh, exploratory surgery, mm-hmm. they didn't find anything. Okay. So as a result, you can imagine I have only one testicle. Okay. Okay. Um, now, it hasn't affected my sexual function. Okay. And I've never had a bad reaction from a woman or anything. And, in fact, I have a healthy libido. Um, but I'm still self-conscious about it. If you're self-conscious about it, then go to a urologist and consider uh, the uh, testicular implant because they are safe. Uh, they're inert. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, you need to feel good about yourself, and uh, there's no reason why you shouldn't. And that is essentially uh, a marble, right? Well, I mean, it's, no. <laughs> I didn't go to the five and dime and just stick, like, a black beauty in there or something like well, that. Well, no, because i got to charge you $750 well, yeah, for so it, right? But essentially a marble coloring, would yeah. do. Well, <laughs> yeah, if you can get one in there. With that testicular stretch, you might be able to just shove that in. I'm not sure. Oh, were they with yeah, that earlier call? a painful procedure? I mean, uh, no. Uh, well, I mean, I, you know, not for me, no. But for you, um, <laughs> it might be. Uh, well, a little bit. I mean, anytime you have an incision, it's going to be uncomfortable. Where, where is that? Is that right on the scrotum, actually? It, you know, it, it, you Usually, yes, it is right, and and it's a very simple procedure. And the answer to your question is is no, it's not it's not very uncomfortable. And you can have some post operative discomfort. Is there is it as dangerous as say breast implants and that? Oh uh, no, 
No, this no. is a nothing. No. How big is the thing they put in there? Um, it's about the size of a large marble, as you were saying. And is it is it spherical or is it sort of football shaped? Football or? shaped. Oh, it is because yeah. the, yeah. the, the, the misty, right? And they, and they they anchor it so that it's not floating all around, and it, it's you know, and it you know, it, it's generally quite uh, quite satisfactory. And I have another question about there's a whole nautical theme that's going on here. I don't know if you noticed that or not. How do they anchor it very quickly? A uh, small chain with a small anchor shape. <laughs> <Chain. laughs> no, 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 no. They just they suture it down to uh, to stationary material in there. I have another junk. question about junk. Was as he said, junk before. Right, yeah. you're junk. Yeah, you're junk. The yes. Genetics of the situation. Okay. Um, now, my father and grandfather both had undescended testicles, but they they were able to find theirs. Okay. And I have two brothers who are who are both normal. But what you know, I have a. If I was to have male children, are they destined to be you know to have the same condition or? It's probably it's probably a higher percentage of of likelihood, but it is unlikely. You need to be you would need to be counseled and you need to be chromosomally tested to see if there would be any problems in that respect. The likelihood is you may have a higher incidence in the general population, but certainly not uh, uh, anything to be concerned about. And it certainly hasn't hurt you, your father, your grandfather, so I wouldn't certainly wouldn't let that bother you. But again, why cousins should not get together. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you real fast before we go to break. When you're missing a testicle... Are the, is I mean, you lost it somewhere, or you, yeah, no, you just yeah. didn't have one. It's, yeah. I, I would always yeah. check out in the car. Yeah, it's because you can drop it. God damn it, it's yeah. always out in the car. Yeah. But here's the thing. You don't have a testicle. So you basically, let's just picture like a crown royal sack there with one marble in it. Right. Is is the other side sort of lifted up? Is You know what I mean? Do yeah. you need yeah. the yeah. weight of the testicles yeah. to yeah. help, you know? It's, it's generally retracted a bit, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's asymmetric in size. Of course, now everybody's asymmetric to some degree, but right. it, it's more so. So yeah. it's like Gumby's head. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll be back. You should call Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Hello, Loveline. Loveline will be right back. We're back with the uh, tail end of Loveline here. And before we leave, we have a little business to do. Uh, I'm Adam Carroll. That is Jenna Jamison, the adult film starlet of the year. We have Dr. Mark, who's filled in wonderfully for Dr. Drew. And speaking of Dr. Drew, since he's gone, since he's not here to protest, let's just have a little, a little homage to Dr. Drew, a little best of Drew. So we'll just have a little silence here, and we'll hear Drew's voice. All the way from Utah. When I was 19, I ate about four boiled peyote buttons and stayed up all night but felt no effect. Find a new position that's called intimacy. You're fat. You're overweight. Pee on this stick for me. If anything, I want to be dominated. Find <laughs> oh, oh. you stealing my underwear again. Here's what's going to happen. This is not acceptable. <laughs> this guy is an asshole. Can I say that? Oh, oh what we can do to Dr. Drew oh, in his oh, absence. Gosh. And uh, Dr. Mark, you'd like to read off a quick list your daughter gave you of people she'd like uh, you to say uh, hi to. Uh, this is a list the daughter just handed him, wants him to say hi to these people. Go ahead. A little okay. a little high music if we if yeah. we could, and Mike. Real quickly here. Okay, here we go. It says, for my daughter, Shauna, and my common-law son, Matt, I have to say hello, too. Tony and Roe Adams, Cannibal, Cannibal 2, Drew, that's my little son, Foo, Razor, and his love, Anne, Matter, Krista, Steve, Cher, Drea, Senor Peretz, and his wife, and love to Mama Labed from all of us. 
And for my wayward yet loved son, Peter, with metal objects in his face, now that really pleased me, I'll say hey to all the Icemen. That's the hockey team. Mom and Pops Hansen, AZ, Koji, Eric, the Birdman, Steph, Shane Dog, Dave, the Wise Man, Monica, and his doggy Caesar. Word of... Word of <laughs> Thanks to Ann, Dad, for letting us come along. It's been fun. And uh, Mike Moore, no, you can't have a date with Jenna. I think there were two guys in Canada you may have left off that list. I think there are some that are not even on this earth. Uh, I would like to thank Dr. Marr for coming in and doing a hell of a job tonight. I would like to thank Jenna Jameson for coming in and doing a wonderful job tonight. I am Adam Carolla. We have Ruby on tomorrow night, and we'll talk to you then. If you are still listening, you may feel the urge to touch yourself. You're gay. So that's it then. The opinions expressed on Loveline by Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew, or anyone are not necessarily ours. Be happy. Be happy. Happy, happy, happy. Happy. Loveline's producer is Anne Wilkins. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Podcast1.com production.